This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's time for Dr. Peter Hammond, who is the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, the William Carey Bible Institute. Great to welcome you. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Cape Independence has been much in the news recently, Mm -hmm. and a Free the Cape March is planned for next week on Freedom Day, the 27th of April, Wednesday next week, 11 a.m., which is a, it's a public holiday next week, Freedom Day. There is a planned March for Freedom mm. for marches together in front of the Old City Hall on the Grand Parade in downtown Cape Town. And numerous pastors and concerned Christians have asked me, what does the Bible teach on the subject of secession? Mm. And are there examples of successful secessions in history? Many people are pointing out the fact that the Cape is paying a vast amount in taxes and gets very little spent back here in return. In fact, uh, more than 10 times uh, of what we pay in taxes uh, goes out. So that basically out of every rand we spend in taxes, less than nine cents is spent in the Western Cape. Sure. And most of that is misspent. As we know, we have the power failures. We've got phenomenal uh, costs, and we have a deteriorating situation where not even electricity can be kept on. There's a lot of moves for autonomy and even independence. So what does the Bible say? Well, right back in the book of Exodus, we see the nation of Israel grew out of secession from Egypt. And uh, in the Bible, a nation is an ethno-linguistic people group with a shared faith. And the scriptures make it clear that the Hebrews, the named Hebrews, even after 480 years in Egypt, they never became Egyptians. We're not geographic accidents, we demographic descendants. And the scriptures emphasize that all the families of the nations of the earth are to sing the praise of the Creator in every language, in every tongue. Revelation 5 verse 9, and they sang a new song. You are worthy to take this scroll to open the seal, for you were slain, and you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people mm. and nation. Interestingly, even in heaven, there's a distinctions on nations. And there's a confusion today about the concept of nations. And this could be because there's a group of state representatives and you're calling themselves the United Nations. Of course, they've got no legitimacy at all. Mm-hmm. The United Nations is the largest collection of unelected dictators and mass murderers and drug traffickers and human traffickers on the planet, and most of them are actually just gangsters with flags. But when the Soviet Union, the USSR, broke up, this was considered a good thing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of rejoicing in Latvia and Lithuania and Estonia and Ukraine Belarus, Armenia, Georgia, and many others seceded from the Union, from the Soviet Union. It was a good thing for freedom that the Soviet Union was not indivisible. And there never was such a concept as Yugoslavia or Czechoslovakia before the vindictive and destructive Versailles Treaty of 1919. And these entities, Yugoslavia and Czechoslovakia, don't exist today either. They were bad ideas from the beginning. And free and independent nations have broken away from those empires. Yugoslavia, meaning the land of the South Slavs, which I've ministered in, mm. included Slovenia and Croatia, who uh, 
have broken free. And I remember ministering there back in 1980s before the Berlin Wall came down, and they were saying we're going to be independent, and I thought, that's not likely. Well, they are independent now. And when I was ministering in Slovakia and Bratislava, I was told Slovakia is going to secede from Czechoslovakia. Well, they did that too, and the same thing with Ukraine. And uh, the secession of the ten northern tribes of Israel from Judah and Benjamin, read about in 1 Kings 12, where after the reigns of King David and King Saul and King Solomon, the United Kingdom was divided. When Solomon's son Rehoboam foolishly dismissed the wise council of the elders which stood before his father Solomon. And instead, Rehoboam chose to rather listen to the irresponsible advice of young men who had grown up with him, arrogantly dismissing the petition of his subjects, threatening to tax him even heavier, to burden them with even more oppressive laws than they'd even experienced before under King Solomon. Now, when all of Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What share have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Now, see to your own house, O David. So Israel departed to their tents. And that's 1 Kings 12. So Israel has been rebellion against the house of David to this day. There was none who followed the house of David except the tribe of Judah only. We read in 1 Kings 12. So when King Rehoboam assembled 180,000 warriors to fight against the northern kingdom, the house of Israel, to restore the United Kingdom, God stopped them, declaring that this secession was of him. But the word of the Lord came to Shema, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judea, to all the house of Judea and Benjamin, to the rest of the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, you shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, for this thing is from me. So in 1 Kings 12, 22, it shows that secession can come from God. And, in fact, the vision of the northern and southern kingdoms uh, between the kingdom of Israel and Judea uh, was of God. In fact, Exodus 10, verse 3, So Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. And this theme of let my people go was the theme for the secession of South Sudan, uh, from northern Sudan, and I was very much part of that. Uh, back from 1995 uh, onwards, I was involved in 27 missions to Sudan and uh, had discussions with not only Colonel John Garang, who is the head of the Sudanese People's Liberation Army, but Commander Silver Kier, who today is the president of an independent South Sudan. I remember as recently as 2001, mm. I was debating with... Uh, uh, Commander Silver Kier, in fact, even 2002, we were saying secession is not possible. You know, the best we can hope for is autonomy. And as I was pointing out, and you will continue to be a, an oppressed Christian black minority in a majority uh, Muslim Arab country, unless you redraw the map where you are the majority. And uh, in fact, uh, the secession of South Sudan did happen. They said it's not possible, it's a good idea, but, but uh, the best we can hope for is autonomy. Well, Interestingly, that just eight years later, Commander Silvercare was sworn in as the first president of an independent South Sudan, the youngest country in Africa. In fact, I've uh, written and documented about the whole thing in Faith on the Fire in Sudan and in our Behind the Alliance for Christ book that's just come out. But we see a lot of successful secessions in history. You just think how Prince William of Orange mm. led the Netherlands to secede from Spain because the Netherlands, Holland was a colony of Spain back in the 1500s, and 
starting in 1568, William of Orange, after whom the Orange River and Orange Free State is named, mm. uh, led the secession of the Netherlands from Spain, and Belgium later seceded from the Netherlands in 1830, and Texas seceded from Mexico in 1836, and Nicaragua from Guatemala in 1838, and Norway seceded from Sweden in 1905 peacefully, and Finland seceded from Russia in 1917. Uh, Finland only celebrated the 100th anniversary fairly recently. The Republic of Ireland seceded from Great Britain 100 years ago in 1922. Pakistan seceded from India in 1947, and Taiwan from China in 1949. Singapore seceded from Malaysia in 1965, and has turned an unpromising island swamp into one of the most potent economic powerhouses in Asia. So we have quite a lot of our uh, Bible projects printed in Singapore because they print things a lot cheaper. In fact, one-fifth the price uh, that it could be if I got it printed in Kenya. So many of the Bibles we've smuggled into Sudan were printed in Singapore. Uh, Bangladesh seceded from Pakistan in 1970. Namibia seceded from South Africa in 1990. And in fact, it's doing better than us in many ways. Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia seceded from Russia in 1991. Croatia and Slovenia also from Yugoslavia in 1991. Eritrea seceded from Ethiopia in 1991. Slovakia from Czechoslovakia in 1993. They called it the Velvet Divorce. It was done so peacefully. And so we need to recognize, like, along with East Timor seceding from Indonesia in 2002, South Sudan from Sudan in 2011, uh, today, many in the Western Cape are seeking a free and independent Cape of Good Hope, which, without a shadow of a doubt, would do a lot better uh, than, uh, as many say, we either go down to the SA Titanic with its power failures and everything else, or we launch out the free and independent Cape of Good Hope. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So this is why there are many talking about thinking about, praying about, a free and independent Cape of Good Hope. And next week on Wednesday, 27th day April Freedom Day, a march will begin at the Grand Parade in front of the Old City Hall in downtown Cape Town. If anyone's interested mm. in these things, uh, there is a website called uh, capeofgoodhope.africa. Capeofgoodhope.africa, very uplifting, uh, lots of positive materials on there. And in, a, in addition to that, there is on Facebook the Cape of Good Hope. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Fascinating conversation this morning. Thanks so much, Dr. Hammond. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you. God bless you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.